evaluate my shit. Because <laughs> it's like, bro, like, I mean, there's power in anything. As simple as it be, there's power in fucking in that photo. Baking the cookies, you know. True. What I'm saying? You could you could work at a damn bakery and all you are the cookie guy, but nigga, if nobody you makes left, cookies like you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Would that business fail or nah? You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, so yeah, there is a power game here then, perceived power and whatnot. Because like, bro, I read Forty Eight Laws of Power, and the one thing I, uh, that fucking book taught me is. Life itself is a power struggle. The simplest event is a power struggle. Who goes to the bathroom first <laughs> is a power struggle. Damn. Shit is deep, yo. Like, it's like, it's a power struggle or anything. So that's why we say that. I'm like, nigga, like, I got scared. I was like, I can't trust nobody then, man. Shit, my bad, my bad. We all scheming on some sort of power. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I never looked at it that way. Like, it's just like, nigga. Like, <laughs> Hmm. I'd never really looked at it that way. But uh damn, now you got me thinking. <laughs> good. That is good. Good. No, that is good. Like, like I usually give my <laughs> I usually like think about shit as like from my own perspective, but you gave me a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So uh, I Yes sir. I'll oh, snap. Yeah, it's happening. Go ahead. Oh, sure. Let me do this. Uh, we're in the Breathing Rhythm Studios. You want one, bro? No, I'm good. I got I got this here kombucha. Okay. Kombucha. Oh, now, if you guy. if you had an edible with you, then I'd be about that life. Be a fucking health nut. You'll, you'll... <laughs> nah, man, I just... Nah. I don't even... I know what, what does kombucha do? It's just like, a probiotic. No it's good for your stomach and, like, gut health and whatnot. Okay. So, like, let's say if you eat too much food and you want to eat some more, drink a kombucha, and you'll be able to do that. That's one way it works. That's crazy. It is. But, uh, yo, we got Mr. Steve Bowes in here so in the studio. Ginger beer. ginger beer does the same thing. I'm a West Pretty Indian much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this got ginger in it as well. Like, Well, naturally, this one's blueberry lavender. The other one's orange ginger. But, oh, yeah. uh, and then we got Teflo Dollar in the house. Gala, 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 gala. <laughs> And, uh, yo, first off, let's start with uh, where will I be tomorrow night or tonight, whenever you hear this, June 23rd, I'll be at the Root and the Plaza. Oh, shit. And the Paseo. I'm fucking up. Show starts at 9. It's called the Green Eggs and Show. Show starts at 9. I'll have some art there. Come hear some jokes and whatnot. There's me and one, two, three, four, five, six, six other comedians on there. So, yo, come on out. 3012 North Walker, 9 o'clock, June 23rd. Teflo, you got any shows com- coming up? Yo, yo, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I ain't got a goddamn show coming up. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to act like I got a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? You know how rap niggas do. You know, we over talk. We always on that bullshit. So anyway, you know, I'm just going to waste everybody's time and shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I ain't got no shows coming up, though. Um, but you do have uh, something that just came this out. This Friday... Um, my homeboys, the Sativa Profits, are opening up for the underachievers farmers at, at market. the farmers market. Um, I'm probably gonna be on stage with them, but uh, I mean that's as, that's as far as the extent of my shows go so far. Bird, underachievers, where are they from? Uh, they're from New York, man. They from they they from where I'm from. They're from Brooklyn. They are from uh, Flatbush, Flatbush, New York. Mm-hmm. Man. Yo, your boy, Teflo Dollar, man. Cabrini Hospital, baby. I was born out there, man. I think last time we were on the podcast, I kind of spilled my last... Yeah, we my talked little, a little my bit My little on life that. story on that shit. Yeah, so I ain't about go. why you moved here. Yeah. But man, we need to get more into your life story. 
<laughs> we need to let people know about you, <laughs> about Teflo. Can, can I drop your government? Can I drop the government? Man, fuck my government. Don't ever say that shit, man. That's a good name, Niggas though. need a Wikipedia me, man. <laughs> That's how you learn his name. <laughs> if you want to know my government, like get my nah, idea. We- but but your, your government name sounds like a, a revolution leader type name, if that makes sense. <laughs> To me, it's like when I was like, yeah, because I was that's saying your crazy. name earlier to me. It's like, that's that's a strong name for like, never know where life's going to take you and what's going to happen. So I feel like you're putting a lot of pressure on my government right now. To me, it just sounds like an average Joe name. That's you. Because like, that's how I feel about my name. And then this dude came in, he was talking about my name. And he's like, I, I, have you seen Midnight in Paris? No, I haven't. Have you seen it, Steve? Uh-uh. Uh, but there was this part where this dude's like Salvador Dali. He's like, that's how you need to say your name. It's like, it's like I guess your perception of yourself is like not what other people see. That's definitely true. Yeah. Man. So it's like your name's—it's a strong name. So you never know, man. You just never that, know. That, that, that kind of touches me. Like I'm like, damn, like. And like your personality my, fits it. <laughs> my government name is strong. Man, <laughs> mom knew what she was doing, yo. <laughs> but uh, yeah, speaking of which, since we were talking about power, when I saw you perform at uh, the Huckwee, uh, his uh, his album release, Bootily. Yeah. At Speakeasy? Yeah. yeah. Your performance was dope. Thank you, man. Yeah, before I was taking photos with the wrong fucking camera. <laughs> but yeah, man, your shit was live. It's like everybody else, everybody bought their bought their A game. Fucking Mars did his thing, mm-hmm. Fresh did his. But when, whenever you went up and you was talking about, it's like I can't tell you not show your face and then not show mine or some shit. And you took your mask off. Oh yeah, yo man, I remember that show. Dude, I remember that shit. <laughs> you you just reminded me about that when you said that because I mean, I I really try like and that's one of the things like I'm like man, there's some times where I just I don't want to perform. If I can't perform like that, you know what I'm saying? I get because, you. Because, like, to me, it's just not worth it, you know? Because like, you're cheating them and yourself. Exactly. Like, it's like, man, like, people around here be, like, looking at it all crazy. Like, oh, man, like, like this dude's, like, being a diva or whatnot. And it's like, no, I just know what, you're what I do. have to do to deliver the same, like, performance that I give you on record. Like, I'm not just going to go up there and just, like... Throw on an instrumental and fuckers just start doing some rapidy rap shit. Like it's it's almost like theatrics, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm really you trying to on like, a show. Yeah, like gives up to you. And if I go to a venue and it's like they don't have enough mics or like they're like plugins can't fuck with my plugins and shit like that, because I use a lot of like, you know, vocoder shit yeah. and stuff like that. If if it don't work, then I don't even want to play the show. Cause I'm like, I'm diluting my own performance and I'm wasting everybody's time. Because people are gonna walk away like, oh, that shit wasn't even that good. Yeah, it wasn't that Cause good because they couldn't accommodate you. Like, yeah, exactly. It I wasn't me. I understand you know what I'm the saying? fuck like, out of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna argue that though, because I do the same thing playing shows, and you get all kinds of shows that feel like awkward, weird. There's nobody in the crowd, nobody's into it. But I feel like those people that that I respect, that I look up to. They've done all that time of playing bullshit shows, and they've killed those bullshit shows in front of four fucking people, and that's how they can Continue. deliver well, that, that next not, level performance in front of an even bigger. I'm not talking about the crowd though. I'm talking about like the people who well, run the venue. I mean, yeah, like, I'm talking about the event. equipment and stuff. No, well, that's I mean, they're dude. You know what I'm saying? Equipment. That's always going to be different. Like. 
if, if you don't have somewhere I can like plug in my little shit like to the PA so I could run my like vocal effects and stuff like that, like because you know like I like I feel like a standard venue and especially if it's in if it's in a restaurant or something like that I could see the bullshit, but like if it's a venue venue. Come on, man! You gotta have some cables for me to plug this little thing into a PA. Like, like this I mean, that, is kind of dumb. That's ideal. That's all what we want. But sometimes you gotta adapt. I get what you're saying, Steve. Yeah, I mean, I understand, but it had nothing to do with the crowd. Like, it's, I'm it's, just it's saying more... that's that's one of the variables for for me anyway. Like, even too big a stage, I've played stages where, you know, because I play with a band. If there's a stage that's bigger than what I'm used to, it's like I am not. I'm not prepared for my bass player and singer or whatever to be so far away. Yeah. Even big things feel funny to me. Yeah. But, man, there's so many... I've played so many unideal shows that you just feel like shit afterwards. But imagine doing that it's you all know, practice. three times a week for a year. Imagine like how good... like th- Those are all of our failures, right? Yeah, yeah, your failures is what you really grow from. Yeah. Yeah, because I ate dick last night at Othello's, and I can't wait to get on the stage tomorrow night. Like, it's like, I'm not afraid <laughs> to fail or no shit like that. It's just like, I'm just picky about it because, I mean, it's like how we were talking about power earlier. Yeah. Like, these are things that I know for a fact that I could have control of. Yeah. You know, like, that's why I started buying some of my own equipment to bring to venues just in case. So you take Because care of it's that like, man, I'm variable. tired of going to places that just can't accommodate me, like my sound. Well, then there you have it. See, you so know you're, what I'm taking, you're taking care of that part so you can. But yeah. I mean, even, like, I haven't bought everything I need, but even with, like, the little stuff I have bought, there's still some places that can't accommodate my sound. And that's when I get pissy as fuck. You know, like, I'm yeah. just There's places like, that don't even have fucking outlets. I just get, <laughs> like, what? For real, for real. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, like, man, this is, I want some, like, good management or some shit. Some shit that'll make sure I will never run into a situation like this. Man, all you do is got to keep working hard. I mean, like, that is a factor of it. Just keep pushing, working hard, do what you do, and you got it. But man, shit. I can't say that I don't try, you know. Don't try, nigga, do. One of the things that my girl always says is that she say, like, I don't know how to take a compliment, and that's uh-huh. fucking true. Because mm. I feel weird, like if somebody compliment me, I feel like they like they scheming, like they want something. Like, uh, <laughs> why would you say something nice about? What me, do you want from fucker? me? What do you want from me? <laughs> I'm not sucking your dick, man. Get away from me. <laughs> What's your motherfucking motive, nigga? Like, <laughs> like that was uh, Mr. Teflo Dollar. That performance you just did. About you come sit in my limousine. <laughs> <laughs> Sign this contract. I'm like, uh, I'm gonna run away, man. So, uh, was I gonna say? Have you done any out of uh, out of state shows yet? Oh yeah, man. Like, I haven't done any out of state shows uh, with my new shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I was doing stuff with Militant Minds, man, we we went out of state all the time, man. Uh, I mean, we only went to like Texas and like Arkansas, but I mean, but still, man, out of state uh, is out of state. That's real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't say that like I've been anywhere like far past you know the red dirt, but yet, yet. um, you know, yeah, I've played like hella out of state shows, man. Man, I need to get on that shit. I haven't done like I said, I haven't done anything on my solo stuff. I want to, but I really want to go like. Further than like Texas and stuff, which by the way, shouts out to Texas. I love Texas. Texas is so tight. I like Austin. Like I always have a good time. Like uh, I haven't been to uh fucking Houston yet, but I mean I've been to fucking Austin. 
I've been to fucking uh, Dallas. I've been to Amarillo. Um, what? Where else did we go? Uh, fucking. This is turning into a country song. I know, right? Yeah. I've, been. <laughs> I've been to all the generic like country song fucking parts of Texas, and I will say that every time that I've stepped over this Oklahoma border mm-hmm. into Texas, I've never had a bad time. I cannot like tell you a bad experience that I've had in Texas. I'm trying to think, I know I've had one. Like, actually. I did. Mm, it was San Antonio. That's one. But it wasn't really a bad experience. I mean, I almost got killed, but I don't All look right. at it as a bad experience. <laughs> yo, that's just an experience. Actually, yeah. Like, like just an experience. But explain the story, yo. I kind of want to hear this. What'd you do? Okay, this is funny as you shit, You stare yo. at some Mexican chicks ass too long? I was with uh, my cousin <laughs> and like, eat uh, taco pussy? his homeboys. And we were like, one day we were like, man, let's just go to San Antonio. Like, just for fun. And we went out there and shit. And I'm I'm kind of the type of person. I'm real quiet, like when I'm sober. You know, the, you you see me. Yes. You know, I I see what you're doing. I got to do a little bit of stuff to open up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and fuck it. So we were out there, bro, and I was fucking trashed as fuck, dude. And uh, we left this fucking badass bar with a bunch of fine ass Latina women. Like, oh my god, it was. It was amazing. And tried to set y'all up? And fucking, no, nah, like, uh, we were just leaving the bar and shit, and uh, there was these niggas, and I was drunk as fuck, walking down the street, and I, like, you know, me being from OKC and shit, like, I'm just like, man, fuck the Spurs, you know, I'm in San Antonio, and yeah. I'm just yelling, nigga, fuck the Spurs, OKC, blah, 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 yo, these niggas, like, these fucking, like, Hispanic-ass niggas rolled down on me, bro, and, like, I'm... I know them niggas was from the cartel because they, bro, I'm talking like, when I say face tat, face tat is an understatement. These niggas have tattoo masks on and shit. And like, they like checked me like real quick. They were like, yo, they're like, I grew up a set of Tony all my life, blah, blah, blah. Like, you you ain't going to be disrespecting the Spurs like that. And fucking, I'm sitting there trying to like talk them down. I'm like, yo, like, I got a dick. You got a dick. You know, I'm just talking sports shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, man, I ain't trying to get serious. Niggas started taking off his shirt, bro. Just like this nigga's like whole body was tatted. His whole team. It was just a whole bunch of fucking tatted Mexicans. And they were like ready to ride on me. And one of his homeboys was like, man, no, man, leave this nigga alone. He ain't talk about shit anyway. Like blah blah blah, and I'm like, listen to that guy, <laughs> listen to that guy. I ain't talking about shit, man. These niggas got too many face tests. Like I know they would have killed me. Like I got nervous because we started, we left. Was you by the river walk? Uh, no. Like it was just like a random street. Like no, nah, it wasn't by no river walk at all. It was just like some random street in San Antonio. It was like a bar that it was kind of like, like a uh, place like where Hawaiian theme. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it was just like some like. It, it, I, I could tell it was a mostly Hispanic bar, you know what I'm I mean, saying? I mean, it's San Antonio. And fucking, it was Hawaiian themed, and it was just like, we were in there, just a bunch of bad Latina bitches just dancing on everybody. We were loving life. I need you to remember this address. <laughs> remember and address. then we fucking left, and then I talked one ounce of shit because I was drunk and feeling myself one in the ounce. moment. <laughs> one ounce. Imagine if you would have talked three or four hands like shit, man. <laughs> we would not be here right now. And then the niggas tri- like and like we went to the hotel and like my homeboy or I said my homeboy, my cousin, he uh he got some fucking uh some some girls off Tinder. He convinced uh, them to come through, right? 
And so girls that were willing to be murdered. <laughs> I was so paranoid off the event of encountering those niggas on the street that I didn't even trust these bitches, yo. Well, you shouldn't. You met like, them on Tinder and they agreed <laughs> to come to a hotel. Of course you don't fucking trust I was trust like, them. yo, I was like, bro, let's leave right now. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like six in the morning. I was like, let's drive back to Oklahoma right now because you know what? I was like, those niggas from the street earlier, they were cartel and they put these bitches on us. <laughs> I was like, I ain't fucking with it. I ain't dying in San Antonio for no reason. Wait, and, <laughs> question. What's up? What these Tinder bitches look like? Man, it was fucking two black chicks and like uh, three Mexican chicks, and they were saying they were sisters, like like blood sisters. It was weird. Like I wasn't feeling that shit at all. I was like, Bruh. all right. <laughs> Still didn't describe how they looked. Oh, oh, you talking about like are we are we doing one to ten or what are we doing? Nah, I'm just giving a fuck. Uh, they were probably all fours, right? Nah. I'm fucking with you. You ain't got to describe it. No, you asked. You asked. I mean, they were all pretty fine except for uh, one of the black chicks was not that fine at all. How was the asses? Oh, man, the asses were on fleek, as they say. Like sniffable? Like Like you would sniff that ass? I mean, she could have done a lap in the 97 degree weather. And you could have witnessed it and been like, damn, that bitch pussy sweaty. And you would have ate the fuck out of it. Word. Like, that, that, like that's what the ass was looking like. And the they, ass made you give no fucks. And they fucks. came over at 6 a.m. in the hotel. They did. The fuck were they doing? That was my question, nigga. I was like, <laughs> I'm not trusting. <laughs> my cousin like, bro, man, I just hit these bitches on Tinder. And they just, I don't know, I was feeling weird about it because of that. Trust that instinct, yeah. Like, I was just like, man, like, they talking about their sisters and shit. I see some black chicks and some Mexican chicks. I mean, was I know there this white is chick Texas. in the corner saying she's a sister There was no too? white chicks. It was all Mexican <laughs> and black chicks. And I was like, man, you know, I get it. Like, we in San Antonio. We in yeah. Texas. You know what I'm saying? Like, they could actually be family. They but were speaking on a spiritual leather I level. Feel, <laughs> I feel like... uh if I didn't have that experience on the street, I probably would have looked at it way different. I would have been like, oh, yeah, what's up, ladies? Yeah. What's poppin'? You know? But then, like, after running to them, like, fucking... And I feel b- weird saying this, because I'm like, I'm assuming they're cartel. But I- I'm also not an idiot when it comes to street shit. Yeah. Like, you ain't got that many fucking face tats if you ain't involved in some real ass shit. Yeah, like, you just I mean, go to your daily nine to five? Yeah, it's like, come on, bro, like... Yeah. It's not just a simple face tat. These niggas had tat masks. Tat masks? Like, like they working niggas... at a business office with face tats. <laughs> it's There's like... only two jobs you can get with face tats. It's like, it's Tattoo like, come artists, on, man. Like... Cartel. Uh, that's real. Or maybe some type of hit. Maybe man. I might oh, sound no, like an asshole cartel. being like, oh, man, no. it, was, it was some Hispanic dudes with like multiple face tats. They're cartel. But like, nigga, I, I, mean, I know the streets well enough. You know, they, I may not know that area, but I know the streets well enough. Like, them niggas were into some deeper shit than I was, and I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and I'm glad that homeboy's fucking, or, like, not homeboy, but uh, the dude is trying to fight me. I'm glad that fucking his nigga- Recognized? Went, yeah, he was like, man, this nigga ain't talking about shit. I'm like, yes, non-threatening black guy, you are correct. I mean, who gets that upset over a fucking sports team anyway? <laughs> it's like, they- they were already on the path to fuck somebody up that night, and you just happened to be there. That's real. It's like, Bro, he hit me with the life story, nigga. He was like, I grew up in San Antonio all my life. You ain't going to disrespect my city. All right. See, now, I'm if like, you would have walked up no. to somebody who actually been fighting their life and started doing that, like, 
Like full story shit, he would have just got hit in the jaw real quick. I'm like, bro, I'm not from your city. I just like sports and I'm talking my shit. I'm from OKC and I'm in San You should have looked him in his face and said, fuck Tony Parker and his French fucking face. (laughs) Fuck everything about him. I hate him. (laughs) I I wish Meek Mill ended his career with that bottle. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, that wait, what the fuck happened with that? I remember hearing about it. Bro, uh I guess like uh like uh Meek Mill like it was like Meek Mill, Chris Brown, and like Tony Parker just happened to be there. And I guess Meek Mill threw a bottle at um fucking uh Chris Brown and it shattered and some of the glass got in Tony Parker's eye. All right, that all sounds like bitch shit to me. Like and I laughed because I was like I was like, man. Tony Parker's career should have been over right there. <laughs> first, Done. <laughs> first off, what is Tony Parker doing at the same club as the Chris Brown and Meek Mill? Light-skinned niggas make light-skinned moves, man. But what about Meek Mill? His, that nigga's dark. <laughs> He's like, let me in the club, guys. Uh, and, they're, and they're like, sorry, you're not allowed, nigga. There was like, his, <laughs> his eyes bulging out too much. I don't trust this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I never got that I'm, with this. I'm like, threatened by this nigga because his eyes bulging out so much. But yeah, with the hip hop hip hop beef, it's like and whatnot. Sometimes I I like it whenever there's just like a competitive thing they're going back and forth. But whenever it crosses a line, it's like why can't it just be like nigga? We could just meet in the park and fight. But nobody fights anymore, do they? I mean, to be honest, if I was in the position of those guys. I would have walked away. I'm not going to fight a nigga either. No, like, I would have walked away. <laughs> no, but no, it's like if you're willing to throw a bottle at, at a nigga, that's that's pretty bitch made. Yeah. If you're going to throw a bottle, why can't you just walk up and square up with him? Yeah, that's like, that's, that's some man yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, because it's like, I don't get that shit. If like, it's like if somebody has that much of a problem with me, I'm like, hey, we can meet at this boxing gym, put on some gloves, and when we're done, you can shut the fuck up. Either you beat my ass or I beat your ass, but yeah, it's in yeah. here. It's like, I don't get that shit. It's like, I guess people's egos are too fragile. Because, like, I mean, niggas will shoot you over some disrespect. And I get that. It's like, but I don't get it. I get it, but I don't. Because <laughs> I got a friend who's in, uh, what is it, Nigeria. And he says, like, over there, they will shoot you if you, they'll kill you if you say some shit wrong. <laughs> over here. He's just going to ride. Like. Yeah, it's like, I, it's, it's funny how things are going. Because even, like, when certain people say shit to you, it's like, like, I've heard, pe- heard had people say some shit to me, but I'm not about to just sock somebody in the face because I'm like, I just look at them and I just figure out what they're about. And I'm like, okay, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> but if I was- And a- that's what them niggas in San Antonio did to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they taught, like, they took that shit real serious. And then once dude realized that, like, I was just a drunk nigga talking yeah, shit. Yeah, he, he realized he, he was like, man, this nigga ain't about shit. Shouldn't take that long to figure it out sometimes, though. But his homeboy who, who like, the one was trying to engage me, bro. Yeah, man, he probably, his nigga. girl probably cheated on him. <laughs> He was ready for yeah, war. Yeah, he's ready. He's about to take my life. His girl's the one who went to your hotel room. She's like, Dude, he's out trying to fuck somebody up. You know what? I'm going to fuck a tall, skinny nigga. There you have oh, it. Oh, no, nah, bro. I was fucking... <laughs> I, like, I wanted to because they were fine, man. Like, But I couldn't trust the hoe. Like, I was like, man. She came over at 6 a.m. I was like, nigga, I, don't, I, just, I just don't feel right because I was shell-shocked. <laughs> <laughs> PTSD from the, the, the mad streets of us. Uh, it was saying, I kept wanting to say San Diego. Like we went to Whataburger like right after that event happened, and you should have saw me, bro, in the, in, the, in the car. Like we took my car down there, but I had like my cousins and shit drive it, bro. I just kept looking behind. I was like, "Why are these lights following me for a minute?" You know, you what sure I'm you were just drunk. <laughs> 
That doesn't sound like just Yo, being drunk. I was, look, I was wasted and I was in the territory I didn't know. Got it. You know so you was saying? on your P's and Q's. You like, was, was, like, you was aware of your surroundings. I'm not about to get fucked up on some bullshit. Like, this is like, no, no. This is not how my story ends. That's smart, though. Because <laughs> I know plenty of motherfuckers who would have just been oblivious. Like, shit, oh, me yeah. back cool. in the day, I would not have got given a fuck. I'm like, well, Let's go find some blow. We're in San Antonio. Like, I'm like looking at lights. Like I'm like, wait a minute. I saw, I saw how this car like turned behind us. This car been following us for like five minutes. I ain't fucking with it. Was you sweating? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I was sweating. Was your, was your palms all clammy? Like even talking about it, man, I'm still kind of like. You had a brush. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that that's two that's two stories you've told me where you've had a brush. Like nigga, <laughs> like I just don't trust easy. Man, it's like, yeah, that's a like you can't procrastinate because it's like that's that's two stories you've told me to where some shit could have gone terribly south. Oh, I like I think last time I told you about the time yeah that the, kid stabbed you yeah, with a pencil yeah. or a pen. Yeah. I feel like that event like shaped my life though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm like, damn, like I really I shouldn't even be talking right now. Like the but fact you are. that my voice is audible right now is hilarious because I got stabbed in the head and I'm alive. <laughs> well, so what you doing with your life, man? Tell us what you got going on. Man, I'm just trying to fucking don't make tr- this music. Don't nigga. try. Do. <laughs> you can't procrastinate because like I was at, at a Waffle House the other day. And I was sitting there drawing, and this woman's like, do you sell your art? I'm like, no. She's like, why not? I'm like, people don't buy it. She's like, people would buy it. She's like, I'd buy it. And I'm like, fuck, I'll give you one for free. So I'm going back by there later. I'm just going to give her some. But she's like, you got to stop procrastinating. And then the other day, like, I read that dude from Star Trek, he got killed by his own Jeep or some shit. It's like, he didn't expect that shit to happen. Yeah. You not like me. People never expect to die. Obviously, I, I mean, will some admit, people do. man, that's something that I'm very guilty of. Is uh, procrastination? Yeah, everybody is. Not one person on this earth has never like. Okay, watch me be wrong. There's probably some monk who's like, "Ha nigga, I'm listening from <laughs> from Monk Town. I've never procrastinated." But everybody does it. It's just like, like it's you like stop. I'm I'm working, but like I be having my moments where I'm just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna get high and watch Netflix." Uh, <laughs> see, like, fuck it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I got a whole work list to do, but uh, you know what? Orange is the new black came out, nigga. Give a <laughs> fuck what y'all talking about. <laughs> I mean, but then again, sometimes those little breaks away can help you think about something else while you're not actually thinking about it. It's like the subconscious, like, working on some shit. Yeah. But I've definitely, like, I've started, nah. I've, I don't know. My TV watching goes on waves, like, for a while. I try to go certain days. Like, I'll put a little sticker on my TV. It's like, you ain't watching this today. That's so, crazy. Yeah. That's what I need to do. That's good. Yeah, it's like it's so. Like, it's like your TV's <laughs> talking to you, pretty much. So whenever you get them urges to like, you're like, nope. T- yeah, today's not the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like I try to limit my TV watching, and I don't even like watching it right before I go to bed. But I, I love movies. It's like, see, I'm the opposite, man. Like I'm the type of person, and like, like me and my girl be getting in debates over this shit because she's the type of person when she needs to go to sleep, she's she like, needs complete silence. Oh word. I'm the type of nigga I don't feel comfortable like if I if I can't go to sleep with at least something playing like a mute like a song mm-hmm. or like I don't need like a uh, sound but like I do need like a screen on like it's weird a screen on yeah like I'll like mute the TV but like have like that something blue playing light. yeah what happens if you don't 
You just want sleep? Yeah. My mind just races, bro. Just like being like in the all, like, like just being in all darkness. Like, I can't just put myself to sleep like that. Nah, that's good. Next time you do that shit, like, just turn off everything and then try to focus your thoughts. Like, focus on what shit you need to work on most. Like, what you prioritize your shit. It's like, okay, I want to do this song. I want to do this. Like, this is what I need to do for that. Just try doing that with everything off. And then write that shit down. That's then, a good idea. Yeah, it's that's like a, a form real good of meditation, idea. man. Just write that shit down. It's like Cause stop I, procrastinating. Because <laughs> I, I know how that shit works for sure, man. Like I just, you know, <laughs> my mind just don't stop. Like I can't just sleep like that. It takes sedation and yeah. or like I, my mind has to be entertained to just kind of drift away and fall asleep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I like, totally get that. I can't just like pure silence makes me go crazy. Ah, so you need to learn to like work with that because pure silence, man, some great shit could come from it. Like it's just like, God damn it. Like, because it's like, it's like I've learned it's like the noise, it never really stops, but like if you can get it to stop for a little bit, you're like, oh, what the fuck is this? And then it's going to start right back up once you realize it. But man, I, I crave silence all day long, but when I go to sleep, my mind does the same thing. Like if, if I'm allowed to guide my own mind, all my ambitions come up, and then I start to get excited, and I'm start to get excited about the next day and what I'm going to do for the rest of the week, month or whatever. I got to have something. Like, that's why I listen to podcasts when I go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's actually smart. Like, I have to think about whatever they're talking about, and hopefully it's, like, history or something that's not totally stimulating to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love history and all that. But, no, but certain yeah. ones can get you going. I understand, man. Yeah. I do that shit all the time because, I mean, it's true, like, what they say about, like, the subconscious, like, like stuff hits your subconscious, so sometimes I'll just, like, just play a bunch of music that, like, I want to, like, sound like. Yeah. So it's, like, as long as that, that noise is playing in the background, You're good. this music will subconsciously inspire me, and I can just go to sleep and continue on with, that. with the next day. Because, like, just pure silence and pure darkness, man, like, I'm just thinking thinking like it's like yeah i can't even sleep thinking is good (laughs) it's like and then that's when you need to think about what seems impossible and make it possible i know that sounds like some childish shit in a sense but nothing's really impossible nothing is like because that's how i try to like for a while a few summers ago i was like i would tell myself i'm like what seems impossible impossible to you figure it out and do that shit so Still working on some Dude, shit. That's a that's a good way, man. It's you like, you giving me some game right now. I like, like that. Shit. Even like shit, like certain. I mean, even certain shit you could take from movies or what they say is like. It's like even in Alice in Wonderland. This uh, like she said. I try to think of six impossible things before breakfast or some shit. You don't got to do it. Just think of one impossible thing that seems impossible to you, and figure out a way to make it possible. Just by like thinking one way, it may not be possible. But if you change your perspective and look at it from another point of view, it could be possible. Like what you said about the power thing earlier, because yeah. I never saw it as like getting on stage and just being free as a form of power. But then again, whenever I was talking to NWA, I'm like, oh shit, that is power when they were rapping. And what you said about whenever you get on stage and perform, that's power? Yeah. It's like, oh, you brought that back, and I'm like, point of view. I mean, there's power in everything, man, like I said. Like, <clears throat> life is a power struggle, man. <laughs> that's the one thing that I definitely took away from Life reading the book Forty Eight Laws of Power. Like, see, I haven't read it's, that. It's everything. Like, you, you, you think it's small because it's insignificant to you, 
But it's a power like struggle of someone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even like two atoms colliding in this room right now, they may be nothing. Like we can't even see it. We can't even. We don't even know it's there. The only reason, like you know it's there, but you don't know it's there. But if I wouldn't have said that, you would not have thought about two electrons colliding into each other and exactly. like that. Like the, I don't think about science. The fucking. <laughs> What is it? What is my carbon dioxide coming out of those molecules? You, you're not thinking about that. Like yeah. how your body's changed. It, to us, it's nothing, but it's fucking a miracle in a sense. Not a miracle. It's just, it's, it's dope. That's the only way I can say it's dope. I mean, there's, there's good and evil. There's negative and positive. There's dark and light. However you want to describe it, man. Yeah. It's a power. Yang, power. yang, nigga. It's a power struggle. It's a, like... Our existence see, is a power struggle. Man, I don't really see mine as a... Sh- I guess, yeah. No, there's some I mean, struggle. It's literally... Well, when I say... like Struggle doesn't necessarily have to be a negative thing, but there's always of forces... Of forces competing. Yeah, like, yeah, competing. That's a good word, yeah. Like, there's always, like, something, like, going on. There's always, you know, there's always a challenge. And with no challenges, that shit would be boring. Jesus Christ. It would be so boring. That's and that's when the new breed of white people come in. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you're not part of that breed. New slaves. <laughs> you don't know how much I crave boring. Uh, it, like since smartphones came out, I can't remember the last time I've been bored. You remember being a kid? Oh God. Man. I'm bored. Mom, I'm bored. I fucking summers lasted about four or five years. Oh at a time. god, that's so true. You know how much I would love that right now. That's what I'm saying. I would love to be bored. No, no, just to, summers to be like that. Oh man, dude. Actually, I take that back. I like it because I don't. I don't get bored anymore. I find something to do. That's what I'm saying. It's easy to find something nah, to do without my phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, got <laughs> But then again, your phone like I do catch myself like just looking at news articles and shit because you really want to get into it. My phone is is the the uh, the distractions from all the bullshit that I'm supposed think, to be doing. Word. Like, like how you talk about procrastination, yeah. <laughs> like how you talk about articles and shit. I think like ultimately reading is the ultimate escape from boarding. Boredom, period. Yeah. Whether you're reading about something relevant or just reading something for entertainment, reading is the ultimate escape from just pure boredom. You know what I'm saying? Okay, uh, mom. Like, I'll read more. Shit, I actually <laughs> picked up this book. Nigga, like, <laughs> Yanka, I ain't asking you to read some crazy shit. Just read something. Your mind will get just off of it. Yeah, because, like, reading it actually changes because, like, a lot of people are used to just reading that quick format shit that's, that's put in articles, like, yeah. skimmer type reading. The headline looking ass yeah, motherfuckers. Like I was doing earlier. But <laughs> but no, nah, I got this he's, he's book. Like, and I, I, actually, I didn't click the article, but uh Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. It's like, yeah, yeah, sometimes I skim shit, sometimes I just look at the article, I'm like, yeah, go figure. Hmm. But nah, I, I got a book and it's like it's, it forces you to just sit there and actually read some shit and take in the information. Yeah, man. It's like Like I, I just realized like that, like I, I used to take reading for granted, but like lately I've been Getting back into reading again, and I'm like, I'm like, damn, I'm happy. Like, just because I'm reading shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I've been reading fucking like the Bhagavad Gita and like this fucking like Malcolm X book and shit. And I'm just like, damn, like, you know, I don't like. There's certain stuff I don't fully understand or fully connect with, but like the fact that I'm that, that I'm even taking this action, yeah. you know, 
Like I just killed a lot of time. I just distracted a lot of shit. And I semi educated myself in the same motion. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Like That is real as like, shit. If you if you ever get too bored and you don't got a smartphone, I'm telling you, my niggas, like they ain't lying. Lib- Pick up a book. <laughs> Library is free in like, Oklahoma City. Yeah. Membership. Free. Uh, Go get you a book. Uh, I remember they said something to me because I was laying on the floor reading a book. And she's like, you can't lay here. I'm like, what? I actually got pissed off. I was actually pissed off. I probably would have too, man. What the fuck you mean I can't lay here and read? Am I making noise? (laughs) Am I turning the pages too loudly? Not like I was shitting in the corner. No, I was just reading. I'm reading a goddamn book. You're a librarian. You're supposed to understand my pain. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Aren't you happy when I come ask you where a book is? Aren't you? Bitch, I'm funding you. <laughs> oh, man, I applied for jobs at the library. I didn't get shit back, though. Because it was like, yeah, I was like, I'm going to apply for somewhere I want to be. It just makes sense to me. It's like, man, you never know what you can learn in the library. I read some Hemingway. I read about militias whenever that shit was going on. Oh, yeah. The shit I learned about militias was like, what? these motherfuckers can openly say they hate the government, and that's their number one threat. <laughs> but they're still operating. It's like, it's like. Government, niggas, Asians, not white. Ah! But, but government's number one. I'm like, that's just funny. It's just funny how that shit works out. And I was saying about like with this gun debate one night, it's like people don't really give a fuck about the lives that have been lost. Like you can just tell once the arguments start. I remember this dude like after uh, the new was it the Newtown shooting with the kids? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. This was after Charleston happened. He posted something saying, "It's blah blah blah. My right to have this gun." And then his second point was, it's sad what happened to those people. And I'm like, no, nigga, you got life wrong. These motherfuckers were stamped out because some motherfucker with a gun who was crazy. It's like, it shouldn't be, first off, I want to keep my gun. Secondly, here's life. Nah, it should be life. I saw a deep-ass political cartoon about that shit the other day, yo. What was it? And it was a, I guess it was, I guess a French dude made it. It Mm -hmm. was like, this is a political cartoon that's been going around in France about the U.S. And it was, um, okay, imagine like a little kid, right, in his room. And um, he had like, Guns strapped to the wall, right? And um, next to the gun strapped to the wall, there was a bookshelf with all these books on it, but it was like super high. high. And this little kid pulls up a stool and he's trying to reach for these books that are on his shelf. And it's basically showing you how like guns are easier to access than books, education. Real knowledge. True. Like, it's like, this little kid, he could have just grabbed a gun off his wall, but he actually took the time to get a stool to reach the books, and he still couldn't reach the books. If that kid was smart, he would have grabbed a gun and shot those books down. (laughs) (laughs) He would have shot that show. (laughs) Got him. Or at least gun-butted, man. He had a long-ass rifle, nigga. Like... (laughs) Take, no, but no, that's a real that statement. It's like even I'm learning with like the way the school system is and like how shit's changing, like with this common core shit. It's like they don't want to teach you enough to be to optimize and maximize your potential as a human, like in the way society's built. Oh, I yeah. said society in quotes. They want to teach you enough to where you see everything as a classroom. So when you go to these jobs and you sit there in orientation, they be like, Okay, who knows this question? <sighs> 
It's like, because I was sitting in a fucking safety meeting at one of my jobs, and they was calling on people to read out the next line on the PowerPoint. And I was sitting there like, if these motherfuckers call on me, I'm not reading it, because first off, I don't get paid to participate like this is fucking cat class. Yeah. And secondly, if you're going to ask me to read some shit aloud, I'm going to need, like, you know, a boost in some pay here. It's like they treating this shit like classrooms. It's like, all right, they go from high school to here. And that's a real New slaves. For real. The whole system. It's a very... It's like, man... Why do you you think math classes involve, like, simplifying polynomials and all that kind of shit? Except not once do we get taught anything about credit. Yeah. Like, how interest works. Yep. How how balancing a stay in debt. Works. That's a whole nother college course, so that you can pay money to learn that stuff. Yeah. How to how to communicate with other people. That's real. How to how to carry yourself. How to fix something. Can yeah, I can I ask you know? one question though? Like honestly though, like okay, do you guys think that that's something that needs to be taught in schools? Like how to communicate with people? Yes, absolutely. Because personally, I feel like that's something like like. Like you, you have to figure out. I don't know how would well, you. Actually, no, how you would you teach really... someone though to communicate? Because communication Here's is how so you subjective. Them. Though you give them a problem and you put different kids in a group and let them figure out that problem because they'll learn how to communicate. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's that's one way they'll learn how to get their ideas. See, across. I'm just asking because I I, yeah. I just can't imagine that as like a real yeah course. as a cl- it's, 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 it's just it's a college course that that I took that was really one of the few classes that ever really meant anything to me and it was. What they what they taught was uh, sort of sort of an empathetic uh, perception, you know. So when I when I speak, how is this other person perceiving me, and am I getting my point across correctly, and am I am I taking into consideration, um, you know, all the ways that that something could be said or expressed? Uh, how do I get over my own inhibitions? What restraints should I have? You know, because you don't just walk up to anybody and say, you speak to different people in different ways, right? Yeah, that, that, that and, makes a lot of sense. And, like, that's that's what I got of it. Because, you know, everybody gets some amount of, you know, whether it's public speaking or, or something like that, with with the right amount of just looking at the subject of how do we communicate with each other, that's beyond writing a sentence or reading a book. Or an oral report. Yeah. You know, how how do we speak to each other? And then, and that's, I use it in my daily life to, like in all these political conversations, I'm always checking myself to, to make sure that not right off the bat am I putting somebody on the defense. Mm. But I'm connecting with them first. Who are you having these political conversations with? Because maybe you need to put them on the defense. No, because I, I, I don't think. No, because then it, they won't listen too, so. No, because it's well, it's sort of a, it's sort of like a judo. Of course, this is getting a little it's bit a beyond. Dance. It's a dance. Yeah, it like you know, say say yeah. that somebody is completely on the the gun thing that you guys were talking about before. Say if I already know that somebody's completely on the opposite end of the spectrum as as what I would be. If if I start out with, um, like, hey, I I see your point. That's that's a really valid point. Yeah, you're massaging but, their dick but, right now. You know, sometimes what I think about is these other scenarios, and you broke it. Yeah, and so the you're you're not you're not automatically you're not biased with it. 
Yeah, that's a that's a very business like, communications I, view. You, you just yeah. Like you stand by your point, but you like you're I'm not, not. I'm not opening with hey, fuck you. That's not the truth. <laughs> yeah. This is the what truth. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean you're not opening with that? I actually had a friend <laughs> who says some shit like that to me once. It's like ah, we were talking about Coach K being a NBA coach or whatever. I'm like, nah, I think Coach K likes it where he is at Duke because he can recruit what he wants. And then like. He didn't even hear that. He's like, "No, you're stupid if you if you don't think NBA players don't want to play for Coach K." I'm like, "Nah, nigga, you are jumping to conclusions." And that's yeah. what I and I I will never have another like in depth conversation with him again. You got to take a piss. Yes, sir. All right, word. See that like that's that's what I've always yeah. thought about. Straight back here. Don't use the hot water, right? Oh yeah, there's no hot water. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're not touching me I don't give a fuck (laughs) Uh, but like you know one thing that I observed about society is that unless you're you're an active member of the KKK (laughs) nobody admits to being racist right so if you open with hey you racist fucker or hey you're being racist that's they they put up this this wall of like yeah defense mechanism instead of I, I think some people's minds could be changed with you know, if if uh, a person of color heard what you were saying, it might make them feel this way, and that would be valid. Yeah. You know, however you'd want to you'd want to propose that, just to make somebody think a little bit instead of automatically putting up those walls. calling them out on their bullshit. Yeah. I'm a big fan of calling people out on their bullshit. Well, there, there's that's something that I, that I've had to come to terms with because I got a lot of like super duper liberal friends that. You know, we may believe the same things, but they're a little more militant about that. And I think there's totally a purpose for that. Yeah. It's just not my way of delivering, making change happen, I guess. Yeah. It's like there's a, sometimes you have to be subtle with some shit. You just can't force feed it. Sometimes. It's like there's two sides. But then sometimes you got to beat somebody over the fucking head with. Yeah. (laughs) I have yet to do that. Yeah. I kind of want to. (laughs) <laughs> nah, not really. I, I try to keep it peaceful now, though. But no, I get with what you're saying. Is like, so whenever you're talking about those topics with somebody, it's like, and it's like a loaded conversation. It's like, how do you do that? Because like me, I just speak freely, mm-hmm. and then I'll speak freely. I'll state my points, and then I'll see if like I've overstepped any boundaries, which sometimes I do, but they're a boundary that needs to be crossed. Yeah. So it's like I don't, I don't know how you would. Do that is like do you cross the boundary or do you tiptoe around it but state it? It's like cause some shit just I needs think, to be I th- blunt. I think I, you know, if it's an emergency situation, maybe I can't really think of of anything that that would necessarily be that for me unless somebody's being hurt. Yeah. Um, but for me, for me, it's like it's a slow creep. It's it's not laughing at my family's racist jokes. It's. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, now if it's a really funny joke, would you still laugh? If it's funny, then it's okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's exactly what know, I say. Like, <laughs> like the, the the fucking Obama Oreo thing. Like, come on, man. Oh, that's, that's that's very that's, low brow. <laughs> yeah. there, there's there's no effort in that. <laughs> yeah. There's there's not no uh, not no. My mom actually has. I mean, a that's rule, just like, not even accurate. My my it, mom has true. a rule like. <laughs> If, a bar, a if it's gonna be, be racist, Oreo, it better be he's funny. not even full black. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, his mom's half white, right? Like, yeah. And his dad's from Africa. Like, it cracks me up whatever. Like, yo, we got our first black president. I'm like, nigga, we got a mixed nigga as a president. We might as well have fucking a Aubrey Graham or whatever okay, Drake's so, real name is. So like a, a, a mocha Oreo. They got all kinds of Oreos now. What do you? 
I don't know about Oreos. <laughs> I don't eat that shit. <sighs> dollar menu. <laughs> We're back on that. <laughs> Hashtag dollar menu. <laughs> All right. Extra. All right, man. So what's this new project you got out? Man, um, Risky Behavior. Uh, I actually dropped it. I already it liked the name yesterday. of that. Um, really, it's just a project I did for fun. Um, I, I just like to show that I'm not a one-trick pony. You know what I mean? That's good. Like, it's like, I, I can do all kinds of music. Like, it's like, it's like, even how we talked about earlier about the mediums and art and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, like, I'm an artist. <laughs> in every sense of the word, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just I choose to show certain sides of my art because, you know, I know what I have to, like, market and what I don't I don't have to market, what I can just express or whatnot. And Risky Behavior is just that type of art that I did, like, on the low, mm-hmm. and I just decided to put it out, you know. Before. How long ago did you do it? Um, Like... About a couple of those songs are pretty new, but like some of those I've had those written for years. Like Cocaina, I wrote those. I wrote that song in 2012. Tripping, I wrote that in 2014. <laughs> Fucking um, the rest of it, yeah, I just like made it up this year, you know. But it's kind of just stuff like where it's like, you know, I just love music, man. You know what I mean? Like it's like. And sometimes it gets hard whenever you like, you know, like doing stuff in the scene and stuff, and everybody just expect you to just be a rapper, do this and that. I I want to hear hard bars. I want to hear a, a fucking boom bap beat, blah blah blah. Oh, I want to hear some turned up shit. Like I'm like, get the fuck out of here, nigga. I just like to like make sounds. I just Word. I just hope that you like the sounds that I make. Hey, you, you know like them, I mean? right? You like, like what you make? Yeah, and that's why I do this shit, bro. Like I'm like it's therapeutic for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I make music for me. I just like happen to market it sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like even if I like wasn't doing music or what or not even wasn't doing music, but even if I didn't like have this kind of light or whatnot, like I would still do music because then you're I couldn't doing the have right sanity. Thing. You're doing the right thing because you don't ha- you don't need an audience. Like I I told you, like even how a nigga sleep, bro. Like I like I do music for my own sanity, fool. Like it's crazy. You gotta like, tire yourself out. Like I like I I listen to stuff I want to hear. Well, actually, all right, that came out wrong. I make stuff I want to hear, and lately, all I want to listen to is myself. <laughs> I don't blame you. Like, I'm just like, the reason why is because I'm just too busy trying to make good music to make an attempt to be inspired by listening to other people. Like, I want to find my own zone and I want to create my own wave. And you know what? Risky behavior, to be honest, in my, like, I just, that's just something I want to do. Like, that's not something that I'm trying to do to really push my brand, but it's something that I had to get out. Yeah. Period. You know, like creatively, like it's just like, man. I mean, if I was you, I wouldn't worry about the brand. Just keep, just do you. I mean, the brand's important if you're trying to do something with it, you know. Really, I never really focus on that, but uh, we in two different things. I just go up there and be free. <laughs> so whenever you like, you putting out your music and whatnot, are you putting you putting you into it? Mm-hmm. 
It's like it's like different. Like whenever you try something new, that's just a different part of your personality shining through, right? Exactly. Word. Exactly, man. Like I get people, uh, you know, telling me some wild stuff. Like you know, people I've been friends with for a minute. Like, cause I realize this. Everything ha- uh, has a market, right? And like, there's different markets to everything, and certain people are gonna like certain things. Well, if you can cater to all those markets and you just want to be free, like, why do you care about what one market thinks? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's like, yeah, because of what I do, I cater to all the markets. But at the same time, like, I don't care about catering to all those markets. Like, if I make one market mad by switching it up. I'm sorry that you're mad, but that's literally a part of my, like... You're living uh, your life. Yeah, exactly. That's who I am, you know? And, like, risky behavior, like, I I just dropped that because, like, man, I ha- I've been sitting on that shit for a while, and I'm like, man, I really like this music. I'm like, I wonder if other people would like this music. So you put it out there. Yeah, like, I was just like, man, like, like, I, like, I know for a damn fact... A lot of people that like my like straight up just straight rap stuff, they ain't fucking with that at all. But I know that anyone who ain't thinking in that rap box is going to like slightly appreciate it. Like, I mean, you don't have to like everything. You, no one's ever going to fully like everything you do. Does. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's just a matter of fact, like how I said on that one fucking post, I was like, I need to bust a creative nut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I like... It was like, I, I've been jerking off too much creatively, and I just need to bust this fucking nut. Like, it's like, somebody needs to hear this besides me. Like, so I know that I'm not fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Like, Nigga, you might be crazy. Dude, let's not talk about that. I mean... <laughs> let's not discuss that. <laughs> like, but, but yo, what kind of different ways do you like influence your your art? Like to like take it to the next level. You like go on different experiences and it's like, oh shit! Like, just like do something you would never usually do. Well, it's just like it's just a matter of like m- like sound, you know, like just manipulating different sounds. Like, cause it's, I don't know, like when you're tr- like doing music and stuff, and if you're trying to do music as like a serious career or whatnot, like, people expect you to be one thing. Like, if you come out with one song that's like, okay, like, for example, like, if you come out with one song that's just, like, super clubby and super just like, yeah, hey. People are going to get pissed when you come out with some other shit. Exactly. Exactly. And I, it's hard for me to adapt to, like, the music industry in general because I can make all that shit. Don't. You know what I'm saying? I I can make the clubby shit. I can make some rock shit. I can make some super rap, some super boom bappity shit. I can make some R&B shit, nigga. I can make some fucking like electronic shit. Like it's like, it's like, like, I have a market, but at the same time I don't. You know what I'm saying? It's, It's weird. It's like, I just like to express myself. And and that's where you should stay. Yeah, but at the same time, I want to be successful doing this, and I know it's kind of hard being successful uh, with multiple lanes because every market is going to want you to do that one thing all the time. 
Hmm. And it's like I want to make everything. Keep making everything. Like the, I just want to be every- like the the quote unquote market. They'll adjust. Like I want to be that guy. Like 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 uh fucking childish Gambino. Like that nigga fucking makes rap music. He does comedy. He does movies. He does acting. But like. I mean, fuck all the movies and acting shit. I'm just, I'm talking really. I'm trying to focus in, hone in on genres of music. Like, I want to be a dude. Like, okay, I may be a like big rap star. I'm not talking about like where I'm at now. You know, I'm a local ass nigga. But like, let, let's look in the future. I may be like a big ass like rap nigga, but I may have a band on the side that's kind of big and. I may fucking have like some EDM shit popping. You know what I'm saying? I'm popping up on everybody's shit. Like I just love making music. There ain't nothing like, wrong with that. That's the that's You gotta diversify your bonds, nigga. <laughs> exactly. You got to. At the end of the day, my my borderline is music. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. I don't care about genre. Genre is for small minded niggas. You know what I'm saying? Genre is for niggas who can only do that genre. Nigga, if you can if if all you can do is play guitar, nigga, join a band. You know what I'm saying? Join a band. If you a fucking, like, if you're that boxed, then stay in that box. But I'm not. Uh, that sounds terrible. I'm multifaceted. Staying in that box. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, and well, even if what I do, like, is bad, like, look. I may be a good ass rapper, but I may be a fucking mediocre fucking EDM producer. So what? I I got that out. I busted that creative nut. I don't care. You tried it. Yeah, like, that's like, that's more than what a lot of people can say with some shit. It's like they'll sit there and talk shit and not have ever tried shit. It's like uh, what's that nigga? Uh, uh Idis. Uh, I can't say his name. Idis Elba or that, that uh, Idris Elba. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the actor, man. They interviewed that nigga, and he was like, he was talking about how he's uh, not afraid to fail. Like he was like, you only learn through failure. He was like, I don't care. Like he's like, I just, I'm gonna do whatever, man. Like he's like, he's like if I fail, I fail. Like okay, record that in history as a failure. So all learning lessons, man. Let's move learning on. Lessons. On to the next shit. If I do something that's hot, all you're going to be talking about is what I do is hot, and niggas are only going to bring the failure up when they want to bring you down. Exactly. So it's like, I don't care, dude. Like, I just like making music. Like, we talked about mediums and shit. I like drawing. I like, like photography. I like fucking video shit. Like, I like art. I'm sorry. I'm an art nerd. Sue me. <laughs> Sue me. <laughs> I'm going to try shit, and I'm going to make shit, and if niggas don't like it, oh well. <laughs> it's not for them. Like, do I want to be successful? Yes. Mm. Do I want to brand myself and market myself correctly? Yes. But at the same time, I'm going to brand myself and market myself correctly while being me versus trying to adapt to what's already been branded. Yeah, because then that's when you're fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like... Whatever. Yeah, I I totally understand people. Yeah, I don't even gotta explain it. You just did it, and it's like that's what like risky behavior. I have no idea what like I like. Usually, I have a marketing plan and stuff when I drop a project. I had no marketing plan when I dropped that. I'm like, man, because 
because I know that like the market that I already have going is 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 geared more towards uh, hip hop and stuff, and that album is not hip hop at all, or that EP. You know what I'm saying? It's not hip hop at all. I mean, there's one rap verse on the entire thing. Yeah, and it's like eight bars. You get an eight bar rap and it's on SoundCloud. Yeah, you got a website? Uh, Nah, I don't got a real website. I just got SoundCloud. Get you a real website. First step. Word, man. (laughs) I'll tell you about a website. I'll tell you about a place that does it. It's not expensive and it has it to where like people could download your music and shit. Like if you want it for download, man, give me the game. Yeah, because I mean. I'm not like a cheap nigga either, man. I'm willing to pay for shit. I don't know. It's a nice. It's like it's what I use. It's uh, I just use Squarespace and whatnot. But it's it's cheap. You could buy it for a year or for the do the monthly shit. And like I put my photos up. Comedy actually, shows. you know what's funny? Like, is that what you're talking about, Squarespace? Squarespace. Because I actually uh put that shit in my phone like like two months ago because I remember I saw like an ad or something. Man. And like it sparked the idea. I was like, yo, I'm gonna fuck with the Squarespace. Squarespace, man. Yeah. If Shit, I could show you my website in there once we're done, and I I used it on Squarespace. Word. Yeah, and you could just adjust it however you want. So, hell yeah, definitely get you a website because I know SoundCloud works for a lot of folks. It's definitely a good way to share your music. But I mean, I try to use them all, man, because yeah. at the end of the day, like, but if, the most successful people are on all avenues. They're yeah. on YouTube. They're on Bandcamp. They're on SoundCloud. But, they're on Facebook. They on Twitter, they on all that. Bo- like you all know, you do is need that one media, portal. One portal, put them all to go through there. Okay, it's like just say yo with teflodollar.com. Yeah, and then just have little buttons for it. Here's your YouTube. Here's your Bandcamp, SoundCloud. Here's that. Here's that. All at the bottom. Have all your information on one central location. Then branch out. Science. I mean, <laughs> it works. Yo, I'm about to fuck with that Squarespace because, like I said, I put that shit in my phone. I remember seeing that shit, but I, I haven't fucked with it. I just, it was like a note. Man. It was like a reminder. You need to, like, I'm not going to say what you need to do, but man, sorry, like, open mics. It's like hip hop, like. See, I'm not into all that, bro. No, I get that. I ain't going to No, because they're not even, yeah, because that. Because it's like, what I do, an open, like, like, it's like. If I were to show up to an open mic trying to do what I try to do, yeah, like, it wouldn't work the whole performance. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm wasting too much of other time. people's time. All right, I get trying, it because yeah, this you know is back to what we talked to at the beginning. Yeah, I know some acts would be able to do it, but yeah, you have your own laptop. You have a yeah. It's like man, I'm I, I don't know, man. Mm. I don't even want to like. Nah, you would just need a show. I make a lot of jokes like with like some of my homies and shit. I'd be like, man, like you you a rap nigga, blah blah blah, but it's like. Is it's just like I just for for what I'm doing, I just can't. It's not that easy for me. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I can't just USB a nigga. I can't just plug and play. You know that's not what I'm doing. You know I may make computer music, which a lot of people discredit computer musicians and pisses me off because I'm like, I mean to make good music off of a computer, you have to have some real music knowledge. Just because a motherfucker ain't slamming on an instrument doesn't mean that he don't know what he's talking about. He just hadn't had a chance, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, dude, I make computer music. I have a certain set. I have a certain theatrics, blase, blase. Nigga, I can't just like, yo, DJ, let me. here's my USB drive. Let me just rap over this stuff for you, bro. No, nah, man, that's not me. Uh. 
Like, yeah, come to think about it, like the there was a show like I went to up in Edmond, wherever it was like that. Like they plug it into the laptop. I know some some shows work, some shows seem a little bit off. I mean, just it's as simple as everybody has their own shit, man. That's true. Like it's like I know niggas who, in my opinion, they make better music than I do, and they're plug and play ass niggas. I'm just not a plug and play ass nigga. That's what it is. Word. But word, it is just what it is. Huh. And where where can people get this tef- uh What is it? Risky behavior at definition. Yeah, uh, yeah. SoundCloud dot com slash definition. Definition, but you replace that D with a T. Or was it? What's the last song in the last EP you dropped? The last song? Yeah. What's in the? Uh, not coming down. That's my shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I saw you before. Well, before the Huckweed show, I remember telling you it's like that last song is my shit. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like sometimes at the gym, it's like I play that shit and it's just like, all right, dude, that makes me happy. That's a gym song for you. Yeah, that don't even sound like a gym song to me. That's tight. It's more than just because sometimes I listen to it when I'm driving. It's just like the mood is, but it's like the sounds in the back. It's like, yeah, I can't really explain it right now. It's like I can't argue, articulate what I want to say, but. It's definitely motivating to me in a sense, like there's something in it. Yeah. That is like, it makes you want to push for more or some shit. So, like, bro, you're not coming down, bro. Like, there you go. <laughs> there you have it. Like, that, that, that's the motivation. <laughs> like, I, I seriously, I wrote that song after like a long days of just like, you know, partaking in, a, in, in events. I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I was feeling so cocky about shit. Like, I was just, like, fucking doing the most. And then, like, I was just like, nigga, I'm not coming down. And, like, they got me on my gala flow. Like, I mean, it, it, it was, I, like, that was the most played song on Unpopular Opinion. And, like, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Like, it's to me, it's weird how... People will always love what you hate. That's funny, ain't you know what I'm it? Saying? That is funny. The universe will always yeah. strike you down like, like ha, ha, ha. You know what I'm saying? That is funny. Yeah. Like, it's just like. That, you, that is funny as shit. Because I, I did a set last Thursday. And I fucking hated every single minute of it. Every 20 minutes of that set, <laughs> I fucking hated it. And then this dude, uh, a local singer-songwriter, Jose, well, I'm name-dropping no ah. for that, my bad. This little, a few dudes like, yeah, that was really good. He's like, I'm used to you being vulgar and shit, but he's like, that was good. I'm like, man, that was straight bullshit. For 20 minutes, I was up there sweating and being pissed off about how bullshit that set was. <gasps> but apparently, it was decent to them. That's but how the game works, man. I didn't like it because I knew I could have did better. And yeah. it's like, it just pissed me the fuck off. It's the universe, man. The universe, like, will grant you great things, but it will always work against you. You think so? I think so. That resistance to make you push like, harder. Like, because I, I feel like that's something I've learned. Like, for example, uh, at my job, right? Um, like, when, when I work, right? If, okay, I notice this. I'm like, if I don't bring my laptop to work. Mm-hmm. You have the most ideas? The business is slow. 
if I do bring my laptop to work, booming, <laughs> booming. Like, fuck, I'm talking about fucking like every every customer and their dog rolling through. You know what I'm saying? Because I have the freedom in my job. I can bring my laptop to work, so I try to be like making beats at work and shit, right? Yeah. And like, I'd be making jokes with like my manager and shit. I'd be like, I'd be like, yo, like, you know why we slow today? Because I ain't got my laptop on me. <laughs> and it's the truth. Because like, it's like the universe, though it will grant you things, it will work against you. A hundred percent of the time. That's why you should keep your laptop with you at all times. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like I'm like, look, man, the moment I bring my laptop, <laughs> like ah, all these customers flooding the game. You know what I'm saying? If I don't bring my laptop, I got all the idle time in the world. It's retarded. I get mad because I'm like, man. And that's when you should. I'm sitting there playing GTA where I should be making beats and shit. That's this when is you bullshit. Start sketching, man. Sketching, <laughs> write down some shit. Hey, oh, yeah, bro. you got the book now. You saw me, nigga. Yeah, this and my camera with me everywhere. So it's like, yo, I not like you were saying. The minute you leave some shit, you are gonna see some shit you want to take a photo of. It's like so. It's like just you can always be prepared. But yo, can't procrastinate, Steve. Stop looking at your phone when you're bored. Hey, Steve, you better get a fucking job. I was no looking at pun a checklist intended. of things that I have to do. Oh, there you go. Hey, try that shit, though. Tonight, whenever you like you that TV, turn that shit off. Like, Think about what you need to prioritize and then see where that takes you. I'm gonna and then when you're that. up at 4 o'clock in the morning, you call a channel. Because say, I know that I'm I sleep with airplane mode. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the... Like I know I'm conditioned to that because the only reason I feel I think I feel that comfortable is because since I was a little kid. That's how it happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm conditioned to. Yeah, it. it's like, really easy to easy to condition the mind. It's the unconditioning that's hard. Like it, it's weird, like going to sleep without a screen. Like it's weird. You could do it. Nothing's impossible. But yo, this has been Don't Call It a Podcast. You can find Mr. Teflo Dollar on SoundCloud slash Definition. If you know how to spell definition, just replace that D with a T. That's it. And again, I'll be performing at the Route 3012 North Walker tomorrow at 9 o'clock in the Paseo. It's going to be a fun show. I'll probably be selling some art. No, not probably. I will be afterwards. Yo, Steve, thanks for having us. I'll be sitting here. (laughs) Word.